This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the Word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Greetings and welcome to Faith Moments, a weekly podcast to proclaim and to ponder our Sunday Mass readings. I want to encourage you as we come together during this season of Advent to go ahead and find Faith Moments on your favorite podcast platform. And one of the greatest apps in order to hear wonderful Catholic content is called the Hail Mary Media app. It was designed by Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon, and it's a wonderful app where you'll find this podcast and many others. But certainly you can find Faith Moments with Dina Marie on your favorite podcast platform. Go ahead and save that, subscribe, and I'd love to be able to join you on a regular basis, not only with Faith Moments, but with the other playlists that I have, including Pray With Me, and I'm going to be adding some Advent and then Christmas prayers, newer prayers that will be posted on that in the days to come. So please join me on those beautiful podcast platforms. We are into the second week of the Advent season, and I want to begin with one Advent prayer. There are so many prayers. It's so beautiful, the prayers of the church. And so let us just begin focusing our hearts on listening to the word of God in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O come, Emmanuel, Come into our world and bring your peace. Come into our lives and grant us your favor. Come into our homes with your love. Stay with us, Lord Jesus, throughout these days of Advent. Be with us wherever we go. Be with us whatever we do. Prepare us for your birth. May your birth enlarge in our hearts. May we prepare a place for you there. Jesus, make room within our hearts for others. May your birth awaken us to the good news. Jesus, make us worthy of you, O Lord, Emmanuel, God with us. Come, come. And that's really the message of Advent, to come, to follow me, to come into the word of God. And we're going to hear, there's two things that we'll hear in the gospel message today. We'll hear about the voice and we'll hear about the word. And the voice is something we can hear, but it will disappear. But the word is something that we encounter and we live. We live the word. The word is everlasting. The word is eternal. And that will come in our readings today. 
On this Sunday, the second Sunday of Advent, December 4th, the entrance antiphon is so beautiful. Again, I say this every week, listen to the readings in the liturgy, and they're so beautiful, so beautiful to meditate on. This comes out of Isaiah 30. O people of Zion, behold, the Lord will come to save the nations, and the Lord will make the glory of his voice heard in the joy of your heart. You know, as you listen to the word of God, start listening for words that pop up. What did we just hear? Voice. I just mentioned we're going to hear about the voice, the vehicle in which we hear about how God will be with us. God is with us. The voice tells us this, and we hear about that in the entrance antiphon. The collect for this Sunday, and when the priest says at the beginning of Mass, let us pray, here's the prayer you'll hear. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Do you want to be in the company of the Lord? I do. If you do, keep listening, because here's, here's the way to the truth and the life. Our first reading for the second Sunday in Advent, year A, comes from Isaiah chapter 11. On that day, a shoot shall sprout forth from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a bud shall blossom. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and of understanding, a spirit of counsel and of strength, a spirit of knowledge and of fear of the Lord. And in his delight shall be the fear of the Lord. Not by appearance shall he judge, nor by hearsay shall he decide, but he shall judge the poor with justice and decide a right for the lands afflicted. He shall strike the ruthless with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Justice shall be the band around his waist and faithfulness a belt upon his hips. Then the wolf shall be a guest of the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the young lion shall browse together with the little child to guide them. The cow and the bear shall be neighbors. Together their young shall rest. The lion shall eat hay like the ox. The baby shall play by the cobra's den, and the child lay his hand on the adder's lair. There shall be no harm or ruin on all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the water covers the sea. On that day, the root of Jesse set up as a signal for the nations, the Gentiles shall seek out, for his dwelling shall be glorious. The word of the Lord. Our responsorial psalm comes from Psalm 72. Justice shall flourish in his time and fullness of peace forever. O God, 
With your judgment endow the king, and with your justice the king's son. He shall govern your people with justice, and your afflicted ones with judgment. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. Justice shall flower in his days, and profound peace till the moon be no more. May he rule from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. For he shall rescue the poor when he cries out, and the afflicted when he has no one to help him. He shall have pity for the lowly of the poor, the lives of the poor he shall save. Justice shall flourish in his time, and fullness of peace forever. May his name be blessed forever, as long as the sun, his name shall remain. In him shall all the tribes of the earth be blessed. All the nations shall pro proclaim his happiness. Justice shall flourish in his time and fullness of peace forever. The second reading comes from the letter to the Romans by St. Paul, chapter 15. Brothers and sisters, whatever was written previously was written for our instruction, that by endurance and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to think in harmony with one another, in keeping with Christ, that with one accord you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome one another, then, as Christ welcomed you, for the glory of God. For I say that Christ became a minister of the circumcised to show God's truthfulness, to confirm the promises to the patriarchs, but so that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written. Therefore, I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing praises to your name the word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his path. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. Alleluia, alleluia. Our gospel reading comes from Matthew in this year A, chapter three. John the Baptist appeared, preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. It was of him that the prophet Isaiah had spoken when he said, A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. John wore clothing made of camel's hair and had a leather belt around his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. At that time, Jerusalem, all Judea, and the whole region around the Jordan were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the Jordan River as they acknowledged their sins. When he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath, produce good fruit as evidence of your repentance, and do not presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, 
God can raise up children to Abraham from these stones. Even now the axe lies at the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I am baptizing you with water for repentance. But the one who is coming after me is mightier than I. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, as you heard the word voice, and it popped up for me again in the the reading of uh, St. Paul to the Romans. Again, I heard that word, the voice. We hear about this voice that comes, that you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's just beautiful to listen and then and meditate as you hear these words come out of scripture. What are they saying to you? This is your personal invitation to reflect on God's word. The scriptures in Isaiah, and if you've been listening to the daily readings just a few days ago, we heard the same scripture from Isaiah chapter 11. And what I what I get from this particular reading is, you know, at a time, at, a, at an appointed time, all will be well, all will be in harmony. See, right now we have what is, you know, the circle of life. Go back to the uh, the Lion King. You know, there's there's this order of um, predator and prey within the the wild kingdom, the kingdom of the animals and the creatures, and even within humanity, we have this predator and prey. We oppress one another. We take the lives of one another. We don't have harmony within all creatures that God created. But there will be a time, and explained here of the most opposites in the world that have been created, that should be predator and prey, that should not work together. And yet there will be a time. There shall be no harm or ruin on all my holy mountain, the scripture says. On that day, on that day, on that day, a shoot shall sprout from the stump of Jesse. And it's been over centuries that God slowly reveals in different ways until the birth of Jesus that he comes to rule the world and he comes to show us himself and he comes to establish salvation because through the birth of Jesus, his birth, is to die. His purpose and plan and mission in the birth of Jesus, the Son of God, is to die. And in his death and resurrection is the way, the gateway to our salvation. So let's go to the Gospel of Matthew, Matthew chapter 3, and we see we see in the second week of Advent this crazy guy from the desert, and we hear that he eats wild locusts and honey, and he wears these crazy clothes. Why does Matthew give us these details of John the Baptist? And I was reflecting on that. Why would we want to know? We want to know 
how does John the Baptist live his life? From the moment he wakes up to the moment he goes to bed at night, what does he do? How does he live? What does he put on? When we have a mission, when we have a vocation, we have a vocation. All of us are called to number one, a vocation of holiness, to live a life of holiness. And then within that vocation, God calls us, many of us, he calls us to be married. One man and one woman in union, rooted in God to help one another, to get to heaven. Some he calls, some men he calls to be priests and some women to be religious or consecrated virgins, consecrated men and women of faith, and some to be single to live out their life in holiness. But how we live that vocation, some of how what we do in our daily lives, our habits, even to the um, details of what we wear, right? We look at our priests, they wear clerics, they wear a collar. We look at the liturgy and how our priests are dressed. They aren't dressed like you and I who are laity sitting in the seats. No, they have a particular way in which they dress to show in a symbolism way and in a, um, in a way of authority. And this is how God has chosen me to live. I think about our religious women. They were a habit. They were a veil over their head. This is a chosen way of life. And even to the extent of what I eat, if I fast, and the way in which I live, simplicity and poverty of spirit. I think of the Franciscans and St. Francis. He didn't want his friars to live indoors. He wanted to, them to live out in the elements. But we get a sense of who John is. He is a precursor. He is a voice. And yet his voice will disappear. His voice is a voice to proclaim at a moment in history, the prophets have all been leading up to this day of the baptism of John, that John would lead the people and prepare them for the coming of the true Messiah. He is coming. God is with us. So pay attention to how you dress to what you eat, to what your habits are. How much time do you spend in service, in preparing your hearts with the word of God, in prayer and in, in giving in different ways, in working with people in your own daily lives? We have a mission. Just as John and Jesus had a mission, they did not detract from their mission. Jesus's mission was to be born in order to die, in order to bring us eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave, gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall never die, but have eternal life. John the Baptist, Jesus's cousin, six months older than Jesus, was born for the reason of proclaiming, prepare the way, a voice of one crying out in the desert. We have a purpose and mission in our lives. Pray about your mission in life. Lord, how do I fulfill that mission? How should I be structuring my day? Is it with things of the world and chasing the next 
competition, the next title, the next salary, the next worldly thing, or is it in becoming less of me and more of the word? How can I empty myself out to receive you? The voice will disappear, but we must hear the voice. The word will remain. The word became flesh. His name is Jesus Christ. He came into the world for you and me and for each and every one of the creatures that he has created from all time. And he shows us the way, make straight your paths. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Peace be with you as we continue our Advent journey together. Please subscribe to this podcast platform and continue to pray along with me and your fellow companions on the journey to Christ. Have a blessed Advent. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.